Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 179, and today we're going to do something a little bit different here. I'm going to actually read you an email that came through, and then I'm also going to expound on the different aspects of this email because it's really, really important. And the title of this email was Top 10 Takeaways the first three months in the FBA world. And this here is really awesome because a lot of you are brand new or just starting, and to be able to hear the takeaways from someone that is fairly new and kind of like their take on what they believe that other people should understand and realize going into this business. So I really wanted to share this with you, and um, this uh, this young lady has also allowed me to share this with you, and uh, I think it's going to be really, really beneficial. So I'm really excited to share that with you. And again, this is just the power of the podcast of being able to now take an email that came through to me and then taking that email and sharing it with you because I know that there's extreme value uh, by sharing it, you know, and that just, it just really excites me that I'm able to do this and just be really the middleman in a sense to connect the dots and to hopefully use this, this platform or, you know, this reach that I do have to help more people. And it really, really does make me feel really good. Uh, I said really a lot of times there. It does make me feel really good to be able to do this when I receive emails like I did here from this young lady here. So before I do jump into the email and then the 10 takeaways uh, that uh, that she actually outlined for me very neatly, by the way, I wanted again, just say thank you for uh, for showing up. You know, I mean, part of this process in business in general is just showing up, right? If you're, you know, going after uh, losing weight, you got to show up to the gym. If you are like my son, who's 17, going to be 18 here soon, if uh, if you're looking to, uh, you know, get better at your basketball game so you can take your, your career to the next level, which is, you know, college for him, well, you got to show up, right? Whatever you're going after, you have to show up day in and day out. And again, I go back to the great book, The Compound Effect. It, it, it totally, totally makes sense. So again, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent there, <laughs> as I do sometimes. I just wanted to say thank you for showing up. That's that's the very first step, is showing up, getting connected, and then from there, taking action on what you learn and the key takeaways. And, and hopefully, that the takeaways today are going to also allow you to move forward. All right? Now, one more thing, though, before we do jump in. If you guys are brand new to the podcast, I want to welcome you. I want to shake your hand. I'm putting out my hand right now. You can't see me because this is audio, but I'm shaking your hand right now, and we are uh, saying hello to one another. So, hey, what's up? Uh, thanks for stopping by. Also wanted to invite you to a live free workshop that I do where I take you through the five phases for launching your first product, okay? And I take you through all five phases that I've used and that a lot of people have used, and it really does simplify the process. So if you are interested in attending this live free workshop, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And from there, you can register for an upcoming workshop. I also answer live Q&A, and we just have a blast. So I really would love it if you'd hang out with me one evening. So go over and register for that. All right, so 
The last thing is the Facebook group, the TASers out there. You guys are awesome. You guys know who you are, by the way, all 24,000 plus, uh, you know, people that are in that group right now and uh, you know it's just a great place to be and connect and you're going to also hear in one of these takeaways is that April described is that you know getting connected and surrounding yourself with like-minded people is a real uh, big deal and it was a, a, a huge um, help to her um, so again I mean the Facebook community is there for you guys if you guys have any questions you can usually go there and just search uh, inside of the search field and find something that is related to what you're searching for. And again, you can find that group if you're not already connected over at theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy. So F as in Frank, B as in boy for Facebook, all right? So you can definitely head over there and check that out and get connected. And always on the blog as well. If you go to the blog and you go up into the search box, uh, you can always search for whatever topic you're looking for and probably find something there. All right, so we are going to dig in here. Let's go ahead and uh, read the email that April had sent to me and um, I can break it down for you. So the email starts out and says, Scott, I just want to tell you thank you, double explanation point. I'm sure you hear this all the time, but what you are doing is changing lives. I really mean that. I started this FBA journey at the end of September and just put in my first order on December 30th. I could not be more excited about this journey and all its potential. It doesn't mean it's always been easy. There have been lots of long days studying, research, and pushing through the fear and doubts to make my first order happen. You and your community have given me the support and courage to push forward, and I hope to be wildly successful at this game. So again, thank you for all the great information you put out there and the encouragement you provide. It's making a difference for a lot of people. Best, April Bixel. So again, April, thank you so much. And April also included the 10 takeaways that I'm going to also go through and we'll talk about each one and uh, we can walk through those together. So first off, April, congratulations. And I love it how you put in there, and I'm going to highlight this, that you know, you, there's been lots of long days, right? There's been a lot of long days studying, researching, pushing through the fear and doubts to make my first order happen. And I think that's what I want people to understand. This isn't just something you're going to start today and see results tomorrow. It's kind of like going back to that whole working out thing, right? You're not going to work out today and see results tomorrow. It's all about the, continual, the, the continuous you know, work, and it's the continuous showing up right? And then you start to see the results. It's the same exact thing here. And I love it how you said that. And that's why I wanted to highlight that. All right. So really, really important. And just, again, I love it that, you know, you're committed, you are giving it everything you have right now, and you're going to give it an honest go. And I think that's really a big thing here because a lot of people think they're going to go try this thing for 30 days and ah, eh, it doesn't work. I'm going to, I seen something else that looks a little bit easier to get started in. So I'm going to try that thing. And then that, you know, 30 days that they don't see results, they, they see something else. It's the shiny object syndrome that we all have fallen for. And, I, and that's why I really need to point that out that you don't want to fall into that. Really put your head down, get clear on what you want to go after. I'll tell you right now, there's other ways of making an income online out there. There's tons of different ways and a lot of them work, but you know what? You still got to put the work in. You have to put the work in and building an Amazon business to start with. And then from there, building it into a brand that's off of Amazon. Like that's the bigger picture. Like to me, you're building something more than just going after the money. You know, the money will follow, but you're really going after building that brand and that business. And that's 
really the main focus here um, in Amazon. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into these 10 takeaways um, for the first three months in the FBA world by April. Okay, so this is in her own words and she wrote these and then we'll talk about each one of these. So number one, hard work is a must. As you say, Scott, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. There is planning, studying, research, and hard work involved at every step. Now, we just touched on that because I think that's really important, and I'm so glad that that is number one because if you're not willing to put the work in, you might as well stop right now and move on to the next thing, the next shiny object, Um, you know, because... It will take work. It will take getting frustrated. It will take not understanding something and trying to figure something out. It will be there. I promise you that. I will give you that promise. It will get difficult. There will be things that get in your way that you're going to have to figure out. You know, no one is going to hand you the product and the market research and say, there you go. The only way that's going to happen is if you want to go buy a business, which you can do, by the way. Uh, if you head over to, uh, uh, let's see, uh, jungleflippers.com, if you go over there and contact Ty, Tyrone, that is, uh, I'm sure he can steer you to a business that is up and running that is selling. Um, Probably going to cost you around one hundred fifty to two hundred fifty thousand dollars to get started, but you can do it. You know, because someone else has already done the hard work and already established a brand. All right, but just to go back to number one, understand that hard work is a must in anything that we do. All right, number two, don't get overwhelmed. It's easy to get lost and ahead of yourself with all the podcasts, Facebook groups, and online articles. If you take a step back and get narrow with only examining and studying where you are right now, the overwhelming feelings go away. Man, oh man, I'll tell you what, April, you really do put this into just great languaging and also just a great, clear, uh, you know, I guess, outline to really understand what it does take. Because overwhelm, I found with a lot of people that it just becomes paralyzing because you think that you need to do all of this stuff and you're just kind of consuming, you're not really doing, right? So we got to start doing more of the doing and not just the consuming, right? So learn it, do it, right? Learn it, do it, okay? That's really the key here. So don't get overwhelmed. Don't overcomplicate the process, all right? Just understand, and I want to go back to what she said, If you take a step back and get narrow with only examining, studying where you are right now, I'm pointing at my desk, right now, the overwhelming feelings go away. Try that, okay? Try that. Wherever you are right now in the process, focus on that. Get really, really clear on what you need to do to move forward. All right, number three, think long term. When considering products, choosing your infrastructure tools and dealing with peers and suppliers, remember you are in this for the long haul. Be thoughtful, smart, and kind. I love that, okay? Now, guys, I'm going to also take this whole sheet here that she she wrote down, very, very nicely done, by the way, to April, and I'm going to include that over in the show notes. So if you guys want to check this out in the show notes, definitely go over and check out Episode 179, so theamazingseller.com forward slash 179, and you can get all the show notes here uh, from April, all right, so or from this episode. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to, actually, you know what, before we move on, let's go back to to think long-term, because I really didn't talk too much about that. When you're considering products, right, you're, you're dealing with the manufacturer, the supplier, the agent, whoever you want to call them or whatever you want to call them, 
it's you're building that relationship. And I talk about this extensively in my workshop. It's like when you're going through that process, it's like you're going through an interview process. You're not going to maybe land the first supplier that you want to do business with or that you think you can do business with. There might be hiccups. There might be you getting a sample and it's just junk, right? Or maybe they send you something and the product's okay, but the packaging that they gave you is all damaged and duct taped together, right? It shows you that that's the type of business they might be, right? Or maybe the communications isn't where it needs to be, right? So all of those things in that that particular phase, you're building that long-term relationship, right? And that's what she means by, in step three, think long-term, Okay, don't just think about rate this second as far as like, okay, I'm going to quick get this, get fat. You know, think about, again, I like how she said to be thoughtful, smart, and kind. You know, don't treat these people either like you're above them, right? You want to you want to use them as an asset, okay? And, and think of them as an asset. Take care of them, all right? And be considerate of them. Not just in, in sourcing, but that could be if you're hiring a VA to help you with customer service. Or maybe it is your customer service. Maybe it's you talking to your customers, spending a little bit more time. Don't get frustrated with them. Don't complain because they're complaining, right? Just take care of the problem and fix it. Make them happy, all right? So again, thinking long-term is huge, the big picture, right? This isn't a sprint. This is a marathon, okay? You have to understand that. Number four, surround yourself with good people. And then she says, I agree with the phrase, that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with most. Join and get involved in the TAS community. There are all there are great support and constant reminders in your Facebook feed of what you need to do. I love it. Okay, so whether it's our Facebook community or someone else's, whoever you gel with, whoever you resonate with, surround yourself with those people. And what she means by that is you are the average of the five people that you that you spend the most time with and that you know that has been said all over you know the internet the world is that you know it's just, it's just true it's like when you start to surround yourself around you know or with people that are you know same mindsets or, or work ethics or beliefs you start to adapt and that could be negatively as well right so just be careful who you surround yourself with again Darren Hardy in you know the compound effect talks a lot about you know the people that you hang around with and how they can really start to alter the way that you think and the and the way that you react and and what you believe in and it really does come down to surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are going to have a similar vision for where they want to go and then you can go there as well i mean look at a great basketball team or a baseball team uh, if you're surrounding yourself with great players it's going to take your game and move it up I always told my son that. I'm like, you don't want to just play at your level. You want to play a little bit higher because it's going to push you to get to that level, all right? And and it just helps you to motivate you and really push you to, to really excel past what you think you can do. And that, again, goes down to business or life in general and just being a good person um, by being around great people. So definitely be conscious of who you're spending time with. Now, I'm not saying you have to cut out people out of your life 100%, but yeah, you might want to minimize that um, if you can see that it's a negative uh, play on uh, you know your, your thought process. All right, so that is number four, surround yourself with good people. Number five, be positive. This journey is not always easy, especially the first time through. You are learning a lot, hitting roadblocks, and facing uncertainty every day. If you choose to be positive and put that our that our world or in our world, I believe that this is what 
you'll get in return. You attract what you project. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Yes, you're going to be days that you're going to be like, ah, today is just one of those days. You know, whatever I do, you know, just doesn't turn out right. I get that. That happens. It's normal, you know, but you also have to try to reverse that, you know, and you have to get out of that funk, whatever it is. It might be a pattern interrupt. It might be, you know what? I'm having a bad day. I'm going to go take a walk, right? Or I'm going to go work out and I'm going to come back fresh, right? So you might have to do that, but just understanding that if you're thinking the worst, then the worst will probably happen, right? Don't, and I'm not, I'm not getting into woo-woo stuff, you know, like where, you know, whatever you dream of will come true. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, is when you continually think positive, you know, of what you need to do and what you will achieve, then you start to work towards that, okay? And it becomes more relevant and it also becomes more clear, So again, being positive, surrounding yourself with like-minded people, like we said in number four here, but this is number five, being positive. You need to be positive. You need to be strong because every day isn't going to be easy and and there's going to be uncertainty. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be, you know, different things that happen that question, is this worth it? And it's it's up to you to either connect with those like-minded people or get yourself out of the funk, all right? So that's number five. I love that one. Number six. Do at least one thing every day that moves your company forward. At the beginning of every day, I write down the number one thing that must get accomplished that day. I love that, by the way, April. Then I also write down two to five other items that would be a bonus to get done. These items are moving my company forward and are building the foundation for the future. Again, it's all about taking action in quotes. I love that. You guys all know that. Hashtag take action. Hashtag just start. Uh, So I love that. And I think right now to really focus on that is huge. If you can take anything away from what we're talking about today is that one thing. You know, do at least one thing every day that moves your company forward. And I've found that usually the night before that day, I want to plan on what that one thing is going to be or what I want to achieve that next day as far as tasks. And then that way there, you're not sitting down at your desk scratching your head, okay, what should I work on? Well, until I figure it out, let me hop over to Facebook and see what's going on over there. Or, oh, you know, um, you know, while I'm waiting, let me head over to YouTube and play around with, you know, different things. To And you get off track. You guys know that happens. It happens to me. It happens to you too right? So don't get sidetracked. And I will say this too, you know, I want you to be part of our, you know, Facebook community. I do, you know, the TASers that we call ourselves. I do want that, but I also want you to cut off from that while you're focusing on your one or two things to get done, you know, unplug and get those things done. Don't get yourself into, you know, the, you know, just consuming aspect of things, you know, when you jump into the Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or any of those social platforms that we all know that we get into and we we look back and we're like, wow, where did that hour and a half go? Well, it was because I was bouncing around on all these different platforms. There's so much there. So definitely plan it out the night before and then sit down and when you're ready, when you have that hour or two, go ahead and knock it out, you know, knock it out of the park. And I found also one thing that really helps me can you guys hear that? A little, hear that? Well, that right there, whoop, that there is my timer. It's an egg timer. And I got that, might even go off again here. Uh, it's a manual one. It's not even a, it's not even a digital one. 
But I got that because when I sit down, I can put that to 45 minutes or, or an hour and I can knock it out of the park. And I don't do anything else while that's clicking. And I actually love that little tick, 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 tick because it reminds me that I'm I'm on a timer here. I got to get done here. I can't get distracted. I got I got to unplug the phone or, you know, unplug the phone. I got to, you know, take the phone off the hook. Uh, you know, I've got to take my, you know, power down my my iPhone or whatever. And I've got to power down anything that's going to distract me during that time because I got to get that one thing done, right? So that's number six. Do at least one thing every day that moves your company, your, your company forward. And I love how you said company too, by the way, because that's what you're, that's what you're doing here, right? You're building a brand. Okay. Seven, don't rush important decisions. Be patient and deliberate. The big decision decisions such as product choice, product line theme, infrastructure choices, suppliers, keywords, listings, etc. Sometimes decisions you think will take one day or one week takes months. All right. So, and, and I understand that. And I think that it's really, really important to understand you don't want to rush the important things, but My only little side note here would be don't allow yourself more time just to allow yourself more time, okay? And what I mean by that is we'll usually complete a task in the amount of time that we allot for it. So if right now I said, you know what, I've got until next week to find my product. Well, I may go ahead and say, okay, next week at this time, seven days from now, I've got that time. And I go ahead and I go, okay, cool. So I look a little bit of research today, maybe for 15, 20 minutes. I get a little frustrated. So I jump off on Facebook. And before you know it, I got to go pick the kids up. Boom, that day's shot. And I do that for the next, you know, let's say a couple of days because there's no pressure. And then guess what? I don't have that product picked out by next, let's say the day before today, right? I'm on the sixth day and I still don't have it picked out. Guess what I'm doing for the next eight, 10 hours product research because I've given myself that deadline. So what I like to do is definitely give myself deadlines to complete that stuff. Obviously, I'm not saying if you if you can't get samples in time, then just rush it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying you you kind of understand that there is some things that you you can be patient on, but there's also things that you just need to make a decision and go, especially things that you know that you can improve later. So I do believe in that number seven that she had said, don't rush important decisions, be patient and deliberate. And I think the, the deliberate thing is really, really important is take that time, that one thing that you're focusing on and really, really focus on it and get it done, all right? So whatever you need to do, get it done, all right? Number eight, listen to advice from others, groups, etc. but make your own mind up. And she's got own in all capital letters. Okay. So listen to advice from others, groups, etc. but make your own mind up. There are a lot of voices, opinions, and advice out there. And though most people are well intentioned, it might not be right for you or your budget or where you are right now. Consider other others' opinions, but you are the only one who can research each option and know if it's right for you. And I believe that. There are a lot of different voices and noise out there that one is saying this and one is saying that, but no, you don't want to do this. You want to do this. And no, I did that. I get that, right? What you need to do is pick your plan and execute it. And yes, you can take some advice and recommendations along the way, but really it's, it's all pretty simple guys. And I've went through it and you guys know that I'm not here saying that I'm an expert at all. I'm just someone, a regular guy that's actually doing this thing on Amazon. I'm making it work and I'm also 
building my external business from Amazon currently right now. I'm starting that process, that that next wave, right? But I'm listening to other people that might be further ahead of me and then learning from them, but I'm also not trying to get 10 different opinions on what I should do because that just confuses me and then that makes me not want to do anything or then really doubt what I'm doing. What I want to do is find one or two people that I know have done it that have done it successfully, listen to them, and then execute it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but at least I know that I gave it my best shot, and then from there I can learn and say, why didn't it work? Or why uh, was this different than their result? What was different? And then really analyze that. So I do believe that. You know, you can listen to some, but don't listen to everyone because it's going to get confusing, right? Pick one or two people that you, uh, you know, that you believe in or that you like the way that they've built their business, and then just model after them. I do believe that. I think that's huge. Number nine is give back. (laughs) We are all newbies once. I still am. That's what she says. And I had tons of questions for the FBA community. So important to contribute and be helpful when you have knowledge or encouragement to share. I think this is great, guys, because you know what? Giving back, there's something that it just does to you inside that also makes you feel positive. So going back to number five where she said be positive, you also become positive by doing good things, by doing good deeds. You know, it just feels good. I'll give you guys a quick example. The other night we were parking uh, in a parking garage uh, with, uh, you know, uh, you know, my family and other, you know, other people that were following us up and stuff. And, uh, someone else was ahead of me that, uh, was trying to find uh, a parking spot and he was, had someone there was parking cars and uh, it was five bucks to park or something like that. And, uh, the guy didn't have his wallet on him. He didn't, all he had was a credit card or something. He didn't have cash. And I seen that that was happening and he goes, can I just run in and, you know, give it to my, or get the money for my wife and I'll run right back out. I'll even leave my keys with you. And, and you're talking, it was a good mile walk to where we were going. Going, and the, the guy parking says, yeah, yeah, no problem. So he parked the car and then comes over to me to park mine. And I paid for that other guy. And he's like, really, you, you want to pay for him? And I go, yeah, it's just five bucks. And you know what? I know it'll come back to me one day. So don't worry about it. And I didn't want any recognition from that guy or anything. And then the guy gets out and he goes, oh, you know what? I found five bucks in my glove box. Or no, I found 10 bucks in my glove box or something like that. And he says, um, no, it was five bucks, actually, because because part of the story you'll, you'll understand here in a second. And what he said was, he goes, um, he goes, here, here's the five bucks. And he gave it to the parking attendant. And the parking attendant says, well, that guy actually already paid for you. And he goes, what? And he goes, he goes, no, no, no. Well, no, he, he, here, pay. And, and the guy goes, no, he already paid. He said he doesn't want the money back. And that was me. And then, uh, and then the guy goes, well, here, here's a tip. And he goes, no, we don't take tips. And I go, no, you are going to take a tip. That's your tip for tonight. And I go, see how everything comes back. Uh, when you do something positive and right now it happened quicker than it normally does, but there you go, buddy, you just made yourself an extra five bucks. So yes, it cost me 10 bucks, but you know what? It felt really cool to do that. And that other guy, he did something good cause he was going to pay the, pay me back, but we just ended up giving him the money. So long story short is when you do something good for people, whether it's as small as paying for someone's $5 parking or giving people advice when you're not getting paid for it or giving people advice that, you know what, you're taking time out of your day, it feels good, especially when people thank you for it, you know, and it just motivates you and inspires you to want to do it more and you got to remember where you came from, you know, who helped you on the way up? You know, don't you want to give back? Why do you see a lot of the pro athletes going back and giving back their time after they've become successful or whatever, or they've went through a struggle and now they can help someone else through it? Not everyone does it, but a lot of people do, good people, 
And I think that that it'll definitely make you feel better and it'll also keep you in that positive light. And that's really what I think we all need to be doing here. All right. We can't be thinking about, oh, we're going to oversaturate the market. Now, all of a sudden, there's not going to be any more space for us. Right. (laughs) That's just nonsense. I I don't believe that at all. Uh, So give back. You know, don't lose sight of where you came from. If you were in the TAS Facebook group and now you're all of a sudden selling $10,000 a month, that's great. Happy for you. You know, congratulations. But don't leave the group because now you're making 10 grand and you got what you want. Don't be a taker, be a giver. I think that that's huge. All right. So give back. And number 10, don't let fear and doubt paralyze you. This is the biggest one for me. This is April. It is so easy to talk yourself out of trying something new. The little voice in your head can start whispering and that fear can creep in. I can find, I, I find, sorry if I can read here, I find that if I think of the worst case scenario and I can live with it, then I have to push forward. Most often, I go to bed and the next morning, I feel ready to go. And that's so true. And, and fear can paralyze. And I think we've all had the self-doubts. We all have. I still get them. I still get them today. And heck, I got it doing this podcast. I'm like, am I going to do this podcast? Is anyone even going to listen? And is anyone going to want to you know, talk to me or, or come on my show to be an interview? So this way here, I can learn from them. I mean, when I started the podcast, it was all about me growing as a business and then also being able to reach and connect to other people that were doing better. Again, surrounding myself with like-minded people. And then from there, helping other people. So it was, it was this whole, you know, mindset of saying like, this would help everybody, even, you know, even, even myself. And again, I always do better when I learn something and teach it anyway, but just sharing. But I had that fear that said, Scott, you're probably wasting your time. You know, you're going to waste hours, hours. I mean, you guys got to remember there's 170, what did we say? 179 right now as I'm recording this, that's over over, gosh, let's see, if they're, if they're only an hour or a half hour each, I mean, you're talking hours, right? Hours. I mean, 170 hours if they were an hour apiece, so let's just cut that in half, right? I mean, you're talking over 60, 70 hours, and that's just the actual recording. That's not talking about the editing and, and then from there, the responding to the emails because of those things and all of the hours that go into it. There's tons and tons of hours that go into it. And yes, you know, I I do now have a class. You guys all know that. So yes, I am getting compensated for that, but I'm giving way more than I'm receiving. I mean, going ahead and, you know, recording these podcasts week after week, right? Being able to reach out to thousands upon thousands of people that are listening to this show, which is awesome, by the way, and then being able to reach them and help them, you know, just like April. You know, April isn't technically one of my students, although she is a podcast listener. So I just want to put that out there, right? You're always going to do better when you give more than you receive. And in life, that's just the way it works. And I'm not here to preach, but I'm here to just give you my thoughts on that. And I do strongly believe that. I think that the good will always uh, prevail. I do. I do really believe that. All right. So again, guys, that is all of the 10 
different uh, the different points here that she points out for the first three months in the FBA world, the takeaways as she called them. So let's just recap them quick. One, hard work is a must. Two, don't get overwhelmed. Three, think long term. Four, surround yourself with good people. Five, be positive. Six, do at least one thing every day that moves your company forward. Seven, don't rush important decisions. Eight, listen to advice from others in groups, etc., but make your own mind up. Nine, give back. Ten, don't let fear and doubt paralyze you. I think this is really, really important. And guys, you have all of the resources you need right now just from the podcast and the Facebook community that I've created for you. All right. So if you guys are not part of the community, head over and join that like immediately. Theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy for Facebook and or go over to the podcast, theamazingseller.com and go there to that blog and you'll see all of the past episodes. We have, you know, resources, the tools that everyone is using. We have uh, a resource as far as, you know, where people are getting things done. We talk about all of the different aspects of launching a product and scaling your business, everything in between we do here through the podcast, all of the lessons I've learned and others have learned by being on my show, the guests that is, the interviews that I've done, everything is there. So it's really up to you. The choice is up to you as far as what you want to do in this business, all right? And I love it. I love it that April had shared these 10 takeaways for her first three months of selling on Amazon. And her journey is just beginning, right? And she knows that. You can hear just from what she had written here that she understands it's the long term. It's the long game, right? And she understands all these things. And now all she needs to do is execute. She's already launched. That's half the battle, right? And now it's a matter of doing it again, but then also building this thing out and scaling it up. So once again, I want to thank April for sharing this email with me and allowing me to share it with you. I really, really enjoyed going through these 10 takeaways, and I think it's really, really important to understand these. And again, if you guys want to have these and and print them out, head over to this episode. That's episode 179, so theamazingseller.com forward slash 179, and uh, you can go ahead and see Everything that I just read here, because that's what I'm really doing, is I'm reading exactly what she wrote in, so you guys can have access to those as well. The show notes will be there. The transcripts, full transcripts to this entire episode will be there as well. And again, I just want to thank everyone for being listeners and also being contributors inside of the TAS Facebook community. You guys know who you are, and you guys are awesome. We have well over 24,000 in there currently, so a great resource for you guys to connect with like-minded people. If you guys have ever said to yourself, where do I find like-minded people? You find them there, okay? They're there for you to tap into that network, all right? Really, really powerful stuff. And the last reminder I want to I wanna give you guys right now is if you guys are brand new or if you guys have not attended one of my live workshops, I want to invite you to that. Totally free. Again, another way for me to give back. We go over the five phases for launching your product on Amazon, everything from start to finish, and we also do live Q&A, and I would love for you to attend. Head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. We can hang out over there. We can talk about all of the stuff that we have to do to launch a product, and we can also 
do a little live Q&A at the very end. All right, so we'd love for you to attend. All right, guys, so that is going to wrap this up. Again, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, say it like you mean it. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.